Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy, and welcome to our third birthday episode. That's right, we are three years old. That is absolutely wild to say. I truly cannot believe that I've been doing this for three years. Also, three years without any breaks. I know that I said last year that I was going to try to take a break. I was going to be better about taking breaks and not putting so much pressure on it. But clearly I failed because a full another year has gone by and I still have not taken a break from recording, from posting every single Thursday, every single week for three years in a row. That is really interesting, really to dissect that. I think I need to do some self-work there. I've told you guys how hard it is for me to stop something when I've been so consistent with it, and that can be both a blessing and a curse. But honestly, right now, today, I'm just proud of the consistency. Technically, today is not our official birthday, but typically Peachy's birthday is August 28th, and this year that falls on a Monday. So we have to celebrate today, and we are celebrating with a themed episode. I told you guys that last week to get ready, to get excited, and I'm pretty excited too because we're just going to reflect, we're going to talk, keep it cool and casual, which sometimes end up being my favorite episodes to record because breaking the norm of what you do all the time, every single week, it can be nice. So we're going to do that this week, and we're really just going to talk about this number three. Three seems significant for a lot of reasons. I mean, of course, three years is really a long time. Like, we're only two years away from five. We're closer to five years than to no years, which that's wild. But also the number three in general, I feel like there are just so many positive things tied to it that it's kind of getting me excited to enter year three. I made a list of some things that I'm talking about because at first I was like, yeah, number three is a special number. It's special to me for some reasons that I'll tell you guys about. But also just generally in the world, I feel like it's a pretty special number. So then I was thinking about it and I was like, how many three things can I really point to? First, good things come in threes. And I do kind of believe that to be true sometimes, but it may be one of those things too that three good things happen, and then you stop counting there, and then you start counting over again. But regardless, I think that one is true. Good things do come in threes. Also, the phrase, third time's a charm, that's a very popular one, and one that also I feel like reigns true. And the thing about doing anything three times is because the first time, you're trying it. You know, it's the first time you're doing it, something's new. The second time, you're getting used to it after you've already tried something. And then the third time, you can perfect it or you can do things differently. And that's with a lot of things I feel like. And I feel like, honestly, I can kind of incorporate that into what I do for this podcast. The first year when I started this, it was very much just figuring it out. I mean, obviously, prior to starting a podcast, you don't really know what it's going to be like to start a podcast. So year one, my main mindset was, can I do it? Do I like doing it? Do I want to continue doing it? Then starting off with year two, I feel like I was way more getting into the groove of it, integrating it more into my life too. Because year one, I remember it being a bit stressful, trying to navigate 
having a passion project that takes up so much of your time while also having a job and wanting to be social and caring about my relationships and doing other things in my life. But this year, year two, I feel like I have gotten significantly better with time management for the podcast, making it not feel so stressful in order to get everything done. I also started a brand new podcast in year two of this podcast, which yes, that was another big undertaking and it's very different than this podcast. So it required a lot of different things. It requires me to find guests. It requires me to do extensive outlines, things like that. So that was definitely a challenge. But I feel like because of the place that I was in with Typically Peachy, I was able to not only get more comfortable with this podcast, but it also kind of gave me more assurance to start the second one. And I was very confident about the fact that I love doing this. I love talking to you guys. I love coming up with concepts. I love being creative. For the other one, I love interviewing people. I love hearing their stories. I love just talking in general, I guess. To you out there, every single one of you. But then, yeah, also on the other podcast, Excuse My Reach, two specific guests. Because that's always really fun for me to not just talk, but also to really listen. So now, entering into year three of this, I feel like we're in the charm stage. Third time's a charm. I am projecting that I'm going to become even more comfortable with it, more balanced, Maybe take a break every once in a while. I don't know. I got to hold myself to that one. But also just kind of try to figure out ways to expand, to maybe make some changes. Like I said, the third time doing something, I feel like it does give you more space, already having the confidence in what you're doing, to then alter it a bit more. So we'll see if that ends up happening, but I feel like it could this year. Another thing that comes in three is something meaningful. Genies, they grant three wishes. Okay, that's not a coincidence. What would you guys wish for if you had three wishes? I mean, the third one is always a given, right? You're supposed to wish for more wishes. Or you could wish for somebody else to have wishes. That would be very nice. I don't know, though. If I was actually given that opportunity for three wishes to come true, anything in the world... That would be a lot of responsibility to pick the correct things. Because you would definitely want to pick things that don't just impact you. Like, let's say you are the only one that gets a genie in the world. You know what I mean? Then you got to do something that's going to make a really grand impact. But without knowing any of the consequences that it's going to ensue. So maybe the first wish could be help picking the perfect second wish. And then the third wish could be paying the wish forward. I don't know, guys, but there's definitely something to the fact that the genie always lets you have three wishes, okay? Three's a special number, I'm telling you. Also, months exist within threes, like in quarters at work, which actually is really interesting because if you work in a corporate setting, those quarters can tend to consume your life. You separate things by quarters all the time. You plan for those quarters. And each of those quarters have three months associated with it. So another way that three is showing up in a very important way. Similarly, a season is three months. I don't know how I feel about that, though. Because growing up in Minnesota, I felt like our season, specifically the winter season, lasted far past three months. 
Like, really, winter starts, like, November. October, maybe even sometimes. Okay, but let's say November. So November to December. December to January. January to February. February to March. March to April. Yes, I'm saying March to April because there have been many Aprils where we have had snow. So that's like five months of winter. But I guess in places where you have less extreme temperatures, maybe your season really is three months. And if it was like that, that would be very nice, honestly. Another thing that comes in threes, there are three primary colors. And one of those three colors happens to be my favorite color. So of course I have a positive association with that. Also, can we just talk about that for a second? Primary colors or something that I feel like are not discussed enough after you leave like preschool or elementary school. I guess maybe if you do a lot with art or anything like that, you would discuss it more. But it is really interesting that colors are created off of three primary colors. That is not talked about enough. And don't you guys feel like red and blue are more popular colors than yellow? Maybe within the last couple years, people have gotten more on the yellow train. But I just want to point out that ever since I was very, very tiny, my favorite color has always been yellow. It was actually funny when I was home. I was looking through my old stuff like I was telling you guys. And I found some art supplies. And within that, there were colored pencils. So I opened the color pencil pack. And the color that was significantly shorter, like significantly shorter was my yellow colored pencil because I had used it so much, I had sharpened it so much that it was less than half the size of all the other colors there. It's just funny, consistency that you see within yourself from such a young age to now, and it's kind of funny to see it in ways like that too because of course you can think back on it and be like, oh yeah, like I loved yellow, I had a lot of yellow things, My favorite stuffed animal when I was little was a little big bird. And of course, big bird's yellow. And for big bird, I had a little yellow blanket for him that I would wrap around his neck so that he could have a little cape. So those things are obvious to point to. But something like the colored pencil, it just really made me laugh because I was like, wow, Emma, you are nothing if not consistent. Another thing, speaking of visuals that comes in thirds, the rule of thirds which is something that I am actually consistently using for the photography that I do, for typically Peachy's cover images, for other personal photography that I do. It's just very appealing to the eye. If you guys don't know what the rule of thirds is, I have looked up the exact definition for you. Google says, The rule of thirds is a composition guideline that places your subject in the left or right third of an image, leaving the other two-thirds more open. While there are other forms of composition, the rule of thirds generally leads to compelling and well-composed shots. Like I said, like this said, it's just very appealing to the eye. And it's one of those things that if you see a picture and you're not thinking about it, but it's following the rule of thirds, it's probably going to look good to you, but maybe you won't know why it looks good to you. This could definitely be the reason. Spacing is very important. But of course, there are always situations where you can break the rule of thirds, breaking it effectively, and also breaking it intentionally. So many different things. Another thing that I thought of that consists of threes, which technically isn't a good thing, unless 
the team that you want to lose, this happens to them. Okay, let me explain. This is three strikes and you're out. Baseball reference, if you guys are fans out there. I do love baseball. Baseball is one of my favorite sports to go and watch, which may be surprising. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people say that baseball is slow, but I love it and I love the environment of it. I love getting a hot dog. I love being outside. I love watching the game. I love being in the crowd. There's just something great about it. Also, one of my favorite movies of all time is Moneyball. And like they say in that movie, it's hard not to be romantic about baseball. If you get it, you get it. Also, I do feel like I just had really positive experiences at baseball games. Just with my family, with my friends, with my boyfriend, with my boyfriend's family. There's just a lot of good surrounding it. So even though if you get three strikes, you're out, to me, saying that phrase is fun. And it means you're probably at a game. Another sports one for you, a three-peat. And this one, I am really, really taking into this next year, okay? Here's the definition of a three-peat if you guys don't know what that means. It is a third win of a particular sports championship, especially the third of three consecutive wins. Okay, so we are getting into our three-peat era right now. Three-peat for the PH. We had a win with year one. We did it. We found out that we loved it. We were consistent with it. We had a win with year two. We kept going. We got on a better schedule for ourselves. We got less stressed managing it all. And we are up for a win with year three. We are going to have a three-peat. I am channeling that. I am putting it out there. Because I just really feel like sometimes we have to tell ourselves over and over again that we're going to succeed. And whatever that means for you, it could mean something very different to you than it does to me. But just being able to keep going, I see as a win. And other things that come from that, that's amazing, that's great. More that you can pour into it, that's amazing, that's great. But just doing something that you really want to do, can we talk about how ridiculously important that is? And I know I've talked about this before, but again, this is part reflection episode, so we're going to get into it a bit here. Prioritizing passions, I cannot talk enough about how important I think that it is. When we're getting to know people, like getting to know a stranger, for instance, we ask them a lot of times what they do for a living. And personally, I think what you do for a living is important. I think that how you're formulating your career, steps that you want to take, the growth, the setbacks, the confusion, the certainty, the entire process, because it's so integral to our society, and also, quite frankly, because whatever you're doing on the day-to-day is helping you live through the day-to-day. It makes you money. It's the thing that you're doing consistently. So all of it on the career side or on the job front, it's incredibly important and I personally find it very interesting, which is why I have my other podcast, Excuse My Reach, where I interview a lot of professionals from all different backgrounds and businesses to talk through how they got to where they are today, where they want to go, steps they took in their career thus far. But something that I always try to make a point of, 
even in that podcast, something that I always try to ask is either separate from their career or tied to their career, what they're passionate about. Because so often, like I was saying, that conversation that you have with that stranger where you're talking about your job, we rarely are just off the bat talking about our passions. A lot of times we're not even asked about our passions, especially if they're not tied to some monetary gain, which to me feels like such a bummer. Such a bummer to not bring that into conversations with people because oftentimes it tells you so much about who that person is. What they do in their free time, what they like about it, how long have they liked it, Have they seen consistency in that passion? Or do they feel really passionate about being passionate about all sorts of different things? That's how you really get to know people. What people spend their time doing when they don't have to do it is so interesting. And I also feel like it should be prioritized. And I also want to be clear that it doesn't need to be ultra productive either. It doesn't matter if you're not creating something with your passion, if you're not making something, if there's no kind of like progression point or anything like that. There are no prerequisites like that to passions. It's just about doing things that you love to do. If you love playing games or going on walks or watching movies or whatever it is, those can all be passions. Those all are passions for many people. I don't know. I just feel sometimes, too, that people are discredited for their passions if also, like I said, it doesn't seem like they are productive. Like you're watching TV and that's something that you're passionate about. You're passionate about watching actors and seeing storylines and watching stories come to life. And maybe you don't describe it that way, but you just really like TV. But there's a potential out there that if you're watching too much TV, you could be called lazy. I don't know, there's something about that that just doesn't sit right with me. There are different ways that people spend their time, that they like to spend their free time, and that's really okay. Again, that's not to say that I don't think goal setting and being ambitious and trying to progress in different things that you're doing on the day-to-day aren't important, because they are. I just think that it's all important. And that's something that I've really found Now on birthday number three of this podcast, I'm just glad that I guess more than just the consistency, the prioritization is the thing that I think I'm the most proud of. Giving myself room, space, and time to do something that I really love to do. Even if there's nothing else tied to it, it's just me doing something that I feel fulfilled by, that I really love doing, that I get excitement out of, that I feel proud of myself every time I put out an episode, loving the thing so purely that I feel so fulfilled by, I don't get that exact feeling anywhere else. So all that to say, number three, it's gonna look good on me. I'm putting it out there because that number three too, like I talked through all those things, the three means in different phrases, where it's seen out in the world, It's special to me, too, because it has always been a prominent number in my life. My favorite number is actually not three, but it's double three. But my mom's favorite number is three. So we've always gotten her three of things. And she loves that number as much as she does. 
because there are three kids in my family. And I happen to be the third, so maybe I am a little biased here. But there is just good energy surrounding this number. So this year, for Typically Peachy, we're going to remember what three means. We're going to remember how special it is. It's going to be a great one, I have absolutely no doubt. And mostly because we are entering into year three of Typically Peachy all together. You guys make it meaningful, you make it fun, you make it worthwhile. I cannot thank you enough for listening to this podcast. If you're new here, welcome to the party. If you've been here since year one, thank you for sticking with me. Thank you for, I guess, probably waiting for me to get a bit more natural at this. And I'm sure that there's a lot more room for improvement, but we're getting there. We're doing self-improvement every day. We're improving with each other on Typically Peachy every single week. And I'm just so grateful and happy to have you all out there listening, caring, experiencing it all with me. Because three years is no small thing, guys. We've gotten this far. How about we keep on going? Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Remember, August 28th, next Monday, light three candles, plus one for good luck, because typically Peachy will officially be three years old. Let's all celebrate big. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends.